Coming up in today's episode of TechSess, we're going to be talking about the big switch off. What is that? How will it affect your business? Well, listen on to this episode and I'll tell you everything that you need to know. Welcome to TechSess, the show about helping you to get the right technology and cybersecurity in place to enable your business to be more safe and successful. I'm your host, Mark Bedell, Managing Director of M3 Networks. Over 140 businesses across the UK use us to put an end to staff complaints about frustrating IT problems. I've actually talked about the big switch off before in a previous episode, but there's one thing that I have learned in sales and marketing, and that is that People have to listen to something or hear something about seven times on average before they actually remember it. So I think this is my second time talking about it, which means I need to do another five episodes talking about this before people are actually going to remember anything that I'm saying here. So what is the big switch off? Well, if you're a business in the UK, this is a significant deal. The UK's public switch telephone network, or PSTN for short, is getting unplugged in December 2025. Already we're past the cut-off date to order any new analogue phone lines in the UK. So this is going to impact everyone. Now, the age-old analogue PSTN has served as well, but it's time that we acknowledge that it can't keep up with modern communication demands. So as a result, we are working towards this fully digital future. In layman's terms, it basically means that everything will run over the internet. Now, a lot of businesses out there already will have made the switch to things like VoIP telephony, which we'll come on to talk a bit in more depth later on. But it's not just things like your phone systems. There's lots of other things that you might have in your business that are going to be affected. If you're in a business where you still have a fax machine, not many of them around, but there are some industries that still rely heavily on fax, then these things are going to be affected because they'll be running on an analog phone line, which is a phone line that has a number attached to it. And that's what it uses to send out faxes and receive faxes. That's simple thing. It's just the old fashioned phone line with a number on it. You might also have security cameras and they'll be affected as well. You might have door entry systems, alarm systems, EPOS machines. All these things have traditionally ran on an analog phone line. So what are we going to do when the PSTA networks get switched off? Well, we need to plan for all these things to migrate away from the reliance on analog lines and to move to a more modern, up-to-date technology. I've actually just recently changed over my broadband circuit at home. My broadband circuit at home was very traditional, like what a lot of people will still have, which is you have a phone line with a phone number, and then you have broadband running on that circuit. So you have a phone line and broadband simultaneously on the same line. Effectively, it's an analog line with a digital service running on top of it. Now, I don't know about you, but I couldn't even tell you what the phone number is or was on my landline at home because we never use them anymore. We use mobiles. But we all still have a landline number attached to that circuit. So my line at home just recently changed over to what's called SOGEA, S-O-G-E-A, Single Order Generic Ethernet something. <laughs> it's Honestly, like, don't worry about it. You don't need to know what the acronym means. You just need to know what it is. And effectively what it is, is a digital line that just is just for broadband. It doesn't have a phone number. You can't plug a phone in and use it like you would traditionally. 
can't make calls, receive calls. There's no number attached. It's literally just a digital line you have into your home or your business that has broadband so you can get internet access. Because let's face it, for years, we've not been using a landline phone in your house. You've only got a landline in order to get broadband to get access to the internet. So why do we need to carry on with the old way of doing it? And you'd have paid for this traditionally by paying for line rental and then paying for broadband. Again, you're going to save money because no longer do you have to pay for the line rental. My line rental at home was, I think, 13 or £14 a month, and that's gone. So straight away, the cost has dropped. Service is still the same. So I've got the same service. I can't upgrade the service because I'm already getting the best connection that I can in the, in the area. But the cost's gone down, and, and it's been simplified. This is kind of what we're moving towards. And I guess the first thing I'd probably recommend for businesses is to make sure you've got a note or a list somewhere of all the things in your business that are going to be affected. Because you don't want to find out that your alarm system monitoring solution that you have no longer works because it was relying on an old line that is now being unplugged. It's not live anymore. So you want to make sure that you know what you're dealing with to start with because then you can make a plan to switch over all these things. And it's usually the things that no one's thought about or touched for years that cause you a problem. So like I said, the alarm system, the line that the CCTV camera uses so that you can view the cameras remotely, these kind of things that no one really thinks about. Your main internet connection that your business uses that all your computers are connected to, your Wi-Fi using things, that's usually the thing that gets paid attention to because it's quite an obvious one. And obviously you know the impact of not having that connection. But it's the thing in the back room that no one pays attention to that's the thing that's going to cause you the problem. And you won't know until it causes you a problem. The great thing about this is that it's not just doom and gloom. We're not saying things are just going to stop working. It's not the Y2K bug again, right? Which I think was just a great marketing plan from the IT industry. There's opportunities here. So traditional phone lines are fading but they are going to bring about much better alternatives. Now, a lot of businesses have already moved over to voice over the internet or voice over IP phone systems. We've been using this actually since we started in business. 15 years we've been using VoIP. Now, 15 years ago, it wasn't as common for business to be using VoIP. A lot of businesses, even now, may still have an on-premise phone system or a PBX, an exchange box in their business. Typically, it's a few boxes bolted to a wall somewhere in a comms room or something. You look a bit ugly. They're usually like battleship grey kind of colour with loads of cables coming out of them. And that's a system that the business would have purchased and actually installed. So you own that equipment. The problem with that equipment is that it's still got the same functionality and features as the day that it was installed. And in the UK, businesses will hang on to a phone system for approximately 10 years, at least. You wouldn't be using a 10-year-old computer, but use a 10-year-old phone system. You might think, yeah, but calls come in, calls go out, it has voicemail, it has things. What's changed? It still does the same things that we need it to do. Well, that's because you don't know what you don't know. To give you one example, one of the best things about the VoIP system that we provide to our customers is voicemail to email. Now, if you've still got an on-premise phone system, chances are you have to dial into the voicemail thing, put in some PIN number that you can never remember, to listen to your voicemail messages and then you've actually got to write down the message in the note and if it's not a message that was for you you've got to write down the message walk across the other side of the office or the building and pass that message to a colleague this is not 1986 right this is 2023 
We've got better ways of doing this. So when I get a voicemail message, it comes into my email inbox with an attachment that I can listen to on my mobile phone. If I'm in the office, on my laptop, wherever I am, I can listen to that message. And if it's a message that's not intended for me, I can just simply forward that email to a colleague and now they've got that message. So that's just one example of the benefits of moving over to a VoIP phone system. So in a moment, I'm going to explain another big benefit of moving across to VoIP. But first, here's Annie with a TechSS tech update. But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT services buyer's guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now, let's get back to the episode. Think you're safe downloading that new beta version of your favourite phone app? Well, think again. Over in the US, the FBI's warning that cybercriminals are hiding malicious code in fake beta apps. Typically, beta versions haven't gone through rigorous security checks like finished apps. And if employees download them onto company devices, you could be in trouble. Criminals are trying to turn your business's phones into their piggy banks. Tell your staff to only download officially released apps from the App Store. And if you do give them business phones, consider a mobile device management solution to control what they can do with them. We can help you keep all your devices better protected. Get in touch. That's your tech update. More next week. Now, the other big benefit, which a lot of businesses actually have already experienced is, and I hate to mention it, it's the C word and it's not the guy that's going to come in a few months, you know, and deliver presents to us all. It's the other C word, the one that has affected loads of businesses for a few years. (coughs) So when lockdown and stuff kicked in, a lot of businesses realized that they didn't have a phone system that they could easily work from home with. They had the traditional on-premise phone system and they were like how do we get staff being able to work from home but still get access to the phone system because email and all these other things is quite easy take your computer home take your laptop home that travels with you that that moves well right but your phone system if it was a traditional system was restricted to the office you had to be there now yeah you could put a forward on which a lot of businesses would have done you can forward your calls somewhere. But then those calls, once they're forwarded, are now outside of the phone system. If you forward those calls to your mobile or a member of your team's mobile phone, once the call is forwarded, that call is now outside of your phone system. And when it goes to voicemail, it now goes to that person's mobile phone's voicemail, not your phone system's voicemail. The other problem with that is that you pay for the diverted call. So someone calls you, they pay for that call or it's free or whatever. But if you divert that call to a mobile, you're paying for the diverted call. So businesses were racking up additional phone costs during the pandemic if they didn't have a VoIP system. Now for 
us here at M3 and for our customers that were already using VoIP systems, it was easy because you could just unplug your handset, take it home, plug it into your router at home, and it worked exactly as it did as if you were in the office. Customers had no idea that you were working from home. Staff could phone out and present your main business number to customers rather than phoning off their mobile number. Benefits were huge. Some of the other things to consider are just the improvements in technology. VoIP systems have far better call quality. HD voice, as a lot of them will call it. But it's effectively like when you move to high definition on your TV, we're now moving to high definition in voice. The quality of voice calls has got much better than what it used to be. Lower costs. A lot of people think, you know, if I move something online or move to the cloud or move to an internet-based service that I'm going to save money. It's not always true in technology, but when it comes to your phone system, it absolutely is. You know, we've traditionally saved between 40 to 60% costs for a business moving from an on-premise phone system to the cloud. One of the biggest cost savings I remember was a business that we managed to save them. It was between six and £700 per month on their telecoms charges. And you think, well, how is that possible? Companies that provide traditional t- telephony, these are usually telecoms companies and that's all they do, which means they've got to make all of their profit from that thing. Whereas if you get VoIP from your IT company, for example, it's not the main way that we make our money here. And it's the same for other IT companies. It's a value add, right? And actually for years, we pushed back against actually doing VoIP systems because I've always been a true believer of stick to what you're best at, stick to what you know. And when VoIP first came out, it was one of these things of going, well, do you need to be a telephone engineer or do you need to be an IT engineer? And as, as time's moved on, these things have moved more and more into the IT field to the point where a lot of the traditional telecoms engineers and traditional telecoms businesses don't exist anymore. I certainly know of a few telecoms engineers that just retired early or closed their business down because they're like, there's no need for people like us anymore. It's all moved into the world of IT. It's a value-add service for us. So we've been able to save huge amounts of costs. And actually, one of the things that I still see is just ridiculous telecoms contracts. Like Most traditional telecoms companies are, are signing people up for like five-year contracts. I mean, raise your hand, anyone who wants to sign a five-year contract for anything these days. I mean, we're in the world of month-to-month billing. Everything's month-to-month, right? We don't sign up to long-term contracts anymore, unless it's something like the lease for your office, right? Something big like that, you know, vehicle leases, buildings, you know, high-ticket items, yeah? You're going to sign up for those things. But a phone system, why would you want any more than a month-to-month rolling contract? It doesn't make any sense. Doing away with the long-term contracts that people are tied into that then might have been a good deal in year one, but by the time you get to year five, they're still paying the high prices from five years ago, even though the costs come down, because we know the cost comes down with technology eventually, right? And what I've also seen in some of these contracts is ridiculous made up nonsense, like maintenance fees. Now I've seen maintenance fees as much as a hundred pounds a month for a small business. And I've said to the business owners, what is this maintenance fees on your contract? Because this is when we've been talking to them about potentially moving away from the the on-premise system. And they're like, I don't know. It was just there when we signed up and we bought the system. I go, okay, do you ever get any maintenance on the system? Got no idea. Okay, well, does anyone ever come out? Does someone come out on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis and do anything? No, not that we're aware of. No one's been out here since we had the system installed. 
I go, right, okay. And what happens if you've ever had any problems with the system? Now, that usually falls into two things. They either say, well, we've never had any problems with the system, so we've never needed anyone to come out. Or they say, well, yeah, we've had one or two issues. And then I say, well, what happened? They say, well, we called them, they sent someone out. And did you build for that call out? Yeah, we still got billed for that as well. So I'm like, well, what's the maintenance fee for then? And they don't know because they just sign up. They think they need it because they think it sounds like a good idea, right? I've got this thing now in my business. They're saying I need to pay a maintenance fee, so they do. So you think about it, five years where you're paying in excess of £1,000 a year for a maintenance fee that's never had anyone do any maintenance. So it's like, that's over £5,000 of what? Profit for someone else? It's clear to see that the days of traditional telecoms are dead. They have been for years and the big switch off in 2025 is going to be just the final nail in the coffin. A lot of these traditional telecoms companies are quite rightly worrying about how they are going to continue in this new world because let's be honest and I'll, I'll be honest with you as I always am is that you can't really make much money from VoIP. We couldn't survive as a business just selling VoIP. You make so little from it. That's why I said it's a value-add service. And the reason that we do it is because we want our customers to have good value for money. We don't want our customers to be ripped off. That may be a strong word, but you know, an example of just giving you maintenance fees, it's quite clearly a rip-off charge. Um, we don't want our customers to be ripped off. We want them to get good value, have the right systems. And if we can provide that and make a small margin off of providing that service, then it's win-win for everyone because the customer is still saving, like I said, between 40 and 60% on what they've been paying in the past. That is a strong argument for moving to VoIP, I think I've put up there, right? There's a few other things, though, to consider. And one of them is actually, I talk about security a lot. So, you know, if you're worried about security, and me included, then digital lines are much more secure than analog lines. So the chance of your business having a cyber attack because you're using an analog phone line, pretty slim. But hey, it's just another thing to be thinking about. So the clock is ticking. The switch off is set for December 25. There is no better time to prepare than now. And of course, these things do take time and these deadlines can creep up. So if you're a bit kind of overwhelmed and kind of where to start, come back to what I said at the beginning. You need to understand what you're working with. What systems do you have that are going to be affected and put a plan in place to migrate those systems and those circuits from the systems they're using now to a more modern equivalent. So if you want some help on how to do that, then of course, I always suggest have that initial chat with myself. If you want to do that, you can head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark. You can book a call my diary and I can help you get started on how to make sure your business isn't left in the dark after the big switch off. For this week's intriguing intel of the week. The intriguing intel of the week is where I share a fun tech fact, something you probably don't know and pretty sure it's going to be something that you tell all of the other guys in the office about and I'm happy for you to steal that you know this and it didn't just come from just listening to the Texas podcast. So you can look really smart to your colleagues. This week, I'm going to just tell you about the first domain name that was ever registered 
that was symbolics.com. And that was on March 15th, way back in 1985. I wasn't even three when that was registered. And at the time, there was only six other domain names in existence. So Symbolics was one of the earliest websites to ever exist on the internet. If you'd like a quick chat with me about anything I've discussed in this episode, or you have a specific question about any aspect of your IT or cybersecurity, you can book a call in my diary. Just head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app for future episodes where I'll dive deeper into other IT and cyber related topics. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk. K, 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 K.